This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. <laughs> Welcome to the My All Man Said podcast. I'm David Michael, your host and editor of MyAllManSaid.com, which is firing up again, so get on that. That's the website. Joining me for another edition of Something for the Weekend, Mr. Chris Bird. Welcome. Hello. How you doing? All right. I'm putting in my, uh, what is it, napkin? What do you stuff in, in under your neck? Yeah, you can you can stuff your napkin in if you really want to. Yeah, I've got my knife and fork ready. I'm ready for this feast of football oh. against the Toon Army on Saturday. I don't know about it's kind of brunch time, isn't it? I don't know yep. about that. I'd rather tuck in at more of a, a dinner time. But this is this is what we're here for. These big clashes. The release of the uh, Premier League fixtures for 2023-24. The actual uh, date of the release was announced just before recording of the show. Actually, uh, they will be released on the 15th of June at nine in the morning but that 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 would be something important once upon a time but we're all about the here and now now next season can wait we are thick in the middle of a European what did we call it a royal rumble yep it is it's the business end now and an intriguing battle ahead Newcastle because we've got there's Liverpool lurking in the shadows behind us they've got an easy run in they've got an easy run in so we're going to have to have a few statement wins and then go to Anfield and just make sure that you know we don't get beat and when I say statement wins I think we're going to have to beat Newcastle and or Spurs for starters agreed and then take it from there right if you are new to the show and if you are welcome and where have you been all our lives Something for the weekend is a catch-up show and on the main show and also uh, a preview to the weekend ahead. We're getting it out a little bit earlier this time because of that 12.30 kickoff on Saturday and also Monsieur Bud has to uh, hot-foot it away for the weekend. So uh, before you pack your suitcase or man bag or whatever you take, <laughs> <laughs> can you give us a villa minute, please? Of course I can. Uno, dos, tres, vamos. <laughs> Thanks, Unai. Villa rounded off a brilliant seven-day period with a third win of the week, sweeping aside Forest and putting themselves up to sixth position in the process. Forest arrived with the worst away record in the league and left 
with the worst away record in the league. As Emery began to address Villa's patchy home form, Forrest spoiled the first half in which the highlight was probably the prize where it lies winner at the break. Drab, slow, spoiling tactics from the turgid trees made for a poor spectacle. It was Villa's game to win in the second half. While Bailey limped off and was replaced by Traore for the second time in a week, it was his deputy yet again up for the challenge and delivered the decisive blow. Traore finally woke the Villa Park crowd up with another curled effort after Shelby gifted him the opportunity to shoot. 1-0 and surely Villa's week was about to be sealed with another win. For all their pressing need for a win, Forrest offered little to no threat. Watkins calmed any semblance of nerves with a classy dink over the keeper as Villa killed the game in stoppage time, sealing Forrest's fate back in the bottom three. It's over, Tricky Trees. 2-0 it finished, and with nine points in seven days, another controlled, no-fuss display from Emery's men. With Villa's season transformed, the real possibility of European football returning to Villa Park next term looms over B6. Speaking of Villa Park, it was confirmed that the soon-to-be-developed stadium is to be part of the Euro 28 bid. Hurrah! It's now a lunchtime showdown with a toon army with Villa looking to revenge after the 4-0 tonking at St James's under Danks. The match has gone from a championship stroke relegation also ran fixture to a slugging match between two of the form teams in the division. It's like being back in the 90s. Oh, I hope not, because they always used to beat us in the 90s. <laughs> the Keegan, yeah. And York used to get a goal disallowed every game. And uh, I'm sorry, but this is not uh, about revenge for that 4-0 earlier on in the season. This is still revenge for August the 22nd, 2010, when they beat us 6-0 at St. <laughs> James's Park. <laughs> Shocking. And we had a good team out. It was under like Gary McAllister and Julia. It was very much O'Neill's team, because you had Friedel, Dunn, mm-hmm. Luke Young, and Warnock. You know, you still had Ashley Young, Downing, Carew playing Petrov. But then you obviously had Ireland, uh, all Brighton breaking through. But oh yeah, that was because we had. Didn't we miss a penalty or something? And then we it got, all we, just, we, we uh, just we did something early on. We missed a penalty shit. or something. Missed a great chance. Missed a penalty, and you thought, oh, this is going to be a good game. And then they just absolutely decimated us. Yep, and st- and we're singing the "You're Not Laughing Anymore," of course. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, fair enough in that scenario. It's kind of fair game, I think. Yeah, the new Newcastle fans are getting a bit high and mighty nowadays and saying, oh, I don't understand these Villa, this Villa obsession with, with us. You know, there's no rivalry. What's, what's this obsession? They still don't understand that it, it's just us winding them up. That's all, that's all it's ever been. It's not a yeah. rivalry. It's just been us winding them up. And they were such an easy target then. The fact that we put them down <laughs> twice is kind of like, this is just yeah. too easy. There's nothing to do with rivalry. Like, oh, you know, it's, you know I really want to beat them. Beating them is not even in the equation because, as we said, you know, they've tonked us a few times. It's more winding them up, just literally, just for the fun of the fair. That's all it is. We were just taking them down with us. They just haven't grasped that yet. No. All right, before we go on, just want to say a big shout out to this episode's sponsors, NordVPN. If you are looking for the fastest VPN out there to cover your online privacy, also give you access to a lot more, shall we say, in terms of uh, streaming, etc., and also save you money in certain respects if you know how to uh, use a VPN effectively when searching for flights and travel train etc our sponsors nordvpn coincidentally i've been using for about three years so this is i think this is the third sponsor that i've managed to get that i've actually been a customer of for years before which uh, is the kind of way i like to play it because at least i've tested it out so uh, there's a reason why as well as it's sponsored it's kind of a recommendation as well but if you want to get one of the best vpns out there for a price of a works out price of a coffee a month, then please do go to www.nordnordvpn.com 
dot com slash moms m o m s and that will get you access to huge savings over like 60% plus an extra four months free as well. So check it out. Right. We're recording this uh, a little ahead of schedule because uh, Emery hasn't done his press conference uh, at the time we're recording. And it's uh, 12.30. So uh, we've got to crack on with our lives, haven't we, Christopher? We do indeed. In terms of team news, I mean, we know that uh, Kamara Coutinho aren't going to appear Probably next um, week they'll start to match so, cash yeah, as for, well. Yeah, you'd hope so for Brentford. But Bailey popped up in uh, the training picks this week, so people were thinking hamstring. You'll be out for a couple of weeks, probably. Maybe you just cramped up. They, they sort of they, did, they didn't confirm that after the game, did they? After Forest. So. Mm-hmm. so it looks like he's in the training picks, and I think whatever personnel that's that's getting on the field, i.e., you know, match day squad. I think we need everybody for this these kind of games. Yeah, agreed. In the build-up, Callum Wilson, remember him? The man who chose the two Nova Villa once upon a time in a transfer window. It was put to him, obviously with a Villa coming up on Newcastle's horizon. Villa are on fire, question mark. Let them know the fire brigade are in town, he said, laughing. They are doing really well, so it looks like we will have to put the fire out. The feeling's mutual, Callum. Yeah. He said, it's a really good fixture. Villa will be extra motivated after we beat them 4-0 at home. That was before Emery, my son. That was before Emery. They will want to get their own back. Yep, damn straight. Especially in front of their own fans. And given the run they have been on, it's going to be a really tough test. Now, Newcastle, to any listeners out there who aren't really uh, aware of... Normally, you look at Villa and, you know, long history. So, normally in the matchups against teams that aren't called... Liverpool, Manchester United, Arsenal. We normally come out tops in historically games won. But against Newcastle, I mean, we've beaten them 58 times, drawn 39, but they've beaten us 73 times. I think that's mainly 90s onwards, isn't it? You would think so, yeah. Pretty resounding. So it's not as if we're a team they fear, but I'll frame it like that. No, although their record at Villa Park in recent years isn't the best, is it? Admittedly, this is a very, this is two very different teams from where they were even last season. Yeah. I mean, our last two encounters have been on their patch, but before that, we, we were five unbeaten since mm-hmm. we've been promoted. So, well, it was going well. It was going well, but now that's just the how effect, isn't it? They've, you know, the last two games is when he's been in charge, and you know they've they've been us, but both were at St James's Park. But before that, Jesus Christ, uh, including the championship years. I mean, we met them uh, just for one season down there because they got promoted. Before that, we'd gone twelve games without a win against them. Mm. Shocking. So they have very much been the, the vultures picking at the bones of our carcass in the last decade or so since, uh, <laughs> since O'Neill left. All triggered by that uh, 6-0 crushing as well. It's bad luck, isn't it? It's finally we get our act together and we're like, right, it's payback time against Newcastle and they're as powerful as they've ever been in their history, potentially. Yeah. But we'll crack on. We're, we're like a tough nut to uh, have a go at cracking. Emory, Emory has a knack of putting these little records to rest doesn't he so yeah this isn't little though is it it transcends no. <laughs> time <laughs> a bit like the, oh, the man united one did to be fair and he got the, you know he did that one but it's going to take yeah. a while to get this one uh, overhauled oh yeah in our favor emery after 17 games villa have scored in at least once in every one of those games which only, is good only two managers ever i think have seen a side score in each of their first 18 matches of an opening spell. Uh, I'm presuming that's in the Premier League before, you know, 
before it was renamed. I don't think they, they had stats then, did they? <laughs> no, Opta didn't exist. And, uh, you know, as the equation goes, if that continues, then to beat Villa, you're going to have to score two goals past the best goalkeeper in the world, which uh, is a decent equation to have in our favour. Mm, especially when you're playing against form teams, that they'll know they'll have to be on top form. Newcastle looking for their first double over Villa since the glory days of Alan Pardew in the uh, 2013-14 season. In terms of what, where's, where's Watkins at nowadays? He's scored... 9 in 11? Yeah, 9 in 11. So I'd run that. Especially when it isn't like, you know, he scored a hat-trick in one and then had a, he's just been scoring one every week. He's scored in 12 different games. This season, yeah. In total. Mm. Only three Villa players have managed to do that, or more than that. Uh, Benteke, Pablo Angel and... Yorkie. And York's done it twice, if uh, my memory serves me right. What a front three they'd have been, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, that, actually, that would have been modern day. <laughs> They'd have had everything. That'd have been pretty sensational, right? In terms of, I think in in terms of the in terms of how you look at this, I mean, the main thing is when you look at Villa under Emery is you know that's what Newcastle will be facing. It's not going to be interim coaches, Danks, yeah. After uh, a really shonky uh, spell under Gerrard. This is prime time Villa against prime time Newcastle, and under Emery during that period from November the first onwards, while Villa are third in the table in games in that period, record under that period, played seventeen, won eleven, drawn two, lost four. Newcastle are fifth, but they've actually got a game in hand, and if they won that game in hand by a superior goal difference, they're plus thirteen to Villa's plus ten. They would actually be on the same points as Villa just a little little better off uh, in terms of goal difference. So we are neck and neck with Newcastle at the moment in terms of form. So that's what makes it an intriguing encounter above anything else. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Their away form is the third best in the league this season, Newcastle. Yeah, so they're very, they're very tight at the back, aren't they? They've won the last three as well. And yeah, I mean, back in the day, uh, especially under like the likes of Keegan, Newcastle were all about attack. They didn't even know what defence was. But now there's a pragmatism about how they play, as, as you mm-hmm. can see in their away form. They've won the last three, but they didn't, you know, they, they were winless uh, the three before that. But this is a real uh, statement time, isn't it? Big time, big time. Well, I mean, I put out a couple of articles uh, this week about, and there's also a uh, uh, an extra podcast where we break down where Villa could potentially finish. Uh, Opta's saying eighth from the article I put out. I, I can't remember what we were said, actually. It was about seventh. I think I think you and Phil were, were pushing for sixth. Oh, did we? Oh, yeah. Sorry. yeah. We said we were going to run down, gun down, hunt down Spurs. <laughs> oh, we must have been drunk that night. I said seventh, but I'm, yeah. Yeah. I mean, when I wrote the article, obviously I said something different to what I said on the podcast because I said you would look, when you're looking at Liverpool's running, it's it's a lot easier. 
and they've got us at Anfield, so big advantage there. They've only lost once, I think, at Anfield this season. They've just drawn uh, more games than uh, they usually would. And they've also got class players still, you know, however however sort of patchy their form's been on their day, you don't dismantle Man U 7-0 if you're a poor side. And they gave Arsenal such a good game, they could have very easily won that game. So they've got a couple of gears. I think they've got two gears they can go I through. Do. I agree. So in, in that respect, I would say seventh is what we're in the frame for because Brighton, they've got three more games than us, including a FA Cup semi-final to play in the space of like six weeks. I'm sorry, but they've also got to play the top four in the league and obviously Manchester United in that semi-final. So they're going to have to be bang up to it, tip top in five of those games. And it's just, it's just too much. You can't mentally sustain it. And they won't be rotating a huge amount, I wouldn't have thought. They're not, no. they don't have the squads of like a Man City or a Chelsea or etc. teams like that. They can't rotate because they're playing like the, the best teams in the business in the mm-hmm. league. So so I think that's where we'll, who will finish above. The only way Villa can make an indent, either and, take Spurs and hold off Liverpool, is you've got to be winning games like Newcastle at home. Yeah, our big time, yeah. And we've got to beat Spurs at home, potentially. Yeah. So... Yeah, you will. When we're saying statement wins, if you want to look at that sixth place, then you've got to be beating Newcastle. So for me, if we beat them, then I'm I'm thinking, oh, actually, we could really uh, achieve something here, solidify our place. If we don't, you know, if we don't get the win, I mean, a draw's not bad. Then you're kind of thinking, well, you know, we're, let's we we might be battling uh, Brighton. I mean, we are assuming Liverpool are going to uh, play ball. If if they don't, then obviously they're up for the taking as well. It's uh, looking more likely seventh, up to, up to saying eighth, but they're not really taking into account Brighton's real-time predicament. I mean, I don't care about... And, we, and no one knows quite what Brentford are going to do, because they've been good as well, to be fair. But Yeah, I've, I've ruled them out. I've ruled them out. <laughs> <laughs> but back to the Toon Army... I think there might be a different beast the next time we're playing. I mean, they're already sniffing yeah. around like Zahar Rice for like free transfers and all. So, you know, the, the newspapers are starting to play with them, knowing that if they finish top four, then they're going to kick on in the summer in terms of who they can buy. I mean, their stadium yeah. also, as long as with Villa Park, is uh, up for the Euros bid as well. They're loving their new owners. I mean, this isn't like they've jumped in both feet. None of you know human rights issues. Who gives a shit? According to them, it's uh, they're all in and they're loving life. And I think the new owners have played it pitch perfectly. Uh, they've got all you know all the fan groups kind of on sides. You know they're taking pictures of you know fans who've made their own beer. You know Newcastle beer and the war flag chaps and everybody's drinking the Saudi Kool Aid. They are, and I think it's that there's a, there's a sort of like a broader context of stuff going on in Newcastle now. If you zoom out slightly, you've got people like Sam Fender in the rock and roll world absolutely flying, and they've, you know, they've got like a hometown hero aside from the football team, which they haven't had for a while. You've got two or three really quite good DJs who are doing really well, so their music thing's going on at the same time. And they've time got as the Sting, of course. They've always had Sting. And, and Sting. <laughs> and Jimmy Neal. <laughs> Jimmy Neal. <laughs> <laughs> with his uh, with his big river song, was it that they, they had on the yeah. on the War Flags lads? But there's 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 something bigger going on than just the football team. The football yeah. team is like a it's a real sort of cultural rising in Newcastle, and that's what you want to happen in Birmingham. Really, you yeah. need that thing where the football team really gives the city a shot in the arm, and you can see that happening in Newcastle at the moment. And that's why there's that's why the fans are just all in because it's been such a grim place to be in recent years with the, with the old ownership. And they don't have any scumbag city rivals dragging them down either. No. Going into the threat meeting uh, quickly, let's look at their formation. I mean, and let's just focus on their last two away games, which uh, they beat Brentford 2-1. 
obviously one of our rivals, and they uh, they hammered the Hammers five one. Yeah, pretty much playing four three three, aren't they? Yes, it's all quite interchangeable parts, but sort of the back four and goalie doesn't tend to change too much. But then the front line does, and the back four and the keeper, I think, is why they're where they are. That's the kind yeah, of they've difference. Been, they've been brilliant. That's the difference. Uh, really. yeah. Trippier has has played the most minutes actually. So you know what a signing. Uh, yeah, he's been from that respect. Leads really the assists good. with six. And to me, it may, I mean, it's still that free kick he scored against Villa, where it was still knocks me. That does. <laughs> it's still the one that, when you're talking about these marginal gains and getting in a set piece coach, and and we've seen some of the stuff. I mean, you know, when I always remember McGinn and Louise running at the same ball to take a free kick and yeah, banging into themselves, notes being passed. And then we played the Newcastle in that game, and Troupier lined up, and he just hit it as hard as he could straight. <laughs> <laughs> straight through the, through the middle of the through the keeper through the wall and you just think yeah stop fannying around just do what yeah. that guy just did so he's been a revelation a great buy yeah. Pope in goal's been brilliant he's yeah. probably one of the stand-up goalie I think Bruno in the middle of the park and obviously the, the emergence Fabian Shah as yeah. well has been really I think, good I think I think Joe Linton his transformation in the middle of the park is brilliant and then they've obviously they've got Isaac through the middle Wilson so Maxman they've got firepower again which in recent years, they didn't. Yeah, yeah. As soon as they got Pope, it was you just thought, ah, that they're going to get serious early because that is a great acquisition there. Yeah, that's the type of signing you would hope Villa would make if if they hadn't got Martinez in. Mm-hmm. But you obviously can't have everyone. Wilson is he fit? He's always injured, isn't he? Kind he's- of in and out of the team. It's whether or not he starts. It's I think Isaac, if he's fit, he probably starts down the middle. But yeah. Wilson's you know a bit of a battering ram to bring off the bench. Although he's, he's also got pace as well to get in behind yeah. you. Isaac's got eight goals so far this season. Wilson's in double figures with 10. And then Almiron, who is injured. Uh, They're spreading them out. He's on 11, yeah. yeah. To have three players in and around double figures is is, is, a, is why they're where they are. Yeah, it's such a luxury. I mean, you look at how Villa are in terms of relying on one man, essentially, mm-hmm. for their goals, uh, especially in the last couple of months. So this is the kind of level you, you really need to push on the extra few places in the league. Yeah. I mean, we obviously talk about this for Villa being a you know tale of not technically two halves, but near enough the Gerard and the the Emery. But it will be hard to Emery to sustain it across the whole season if we're just relying on Watkins, one injury, and uh, you're fucked. Yeah, yeah. You need you need to be sort of sharing the goals around the cross. You know, people like Ramsey, McGinn, Buendia, etc. They all need to just level up their output, even though they've they've all been playing very well. You do need the output. Of course, we've you know recent last couple of games has been Traoré's come to the party, which is great. And you look at Isaac. I mean, he started nine games. Four, yeah, four off the bench. He's on eight goals. Terrific return. I mean, I mean you think next season he'll be up another yeah. level? You would think. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, he's been, uh, and he's only 23 as well. I mean, uh, he's been an outstanding buy for them. And some maximums just in and out. So it's before they were yeah. kind of relying on him. Now, that now, as you said, they've got, you know, two, three, four players uh, that they can interchange and not even, uh, not even flinch. Yeah. I mean, they, they, you have to give them credit. You know, Howe's done a great job. They've recruited well. They look a pretty well-oiled unit, to be honest. Everyone sort of maybe thought, oh, they might fall off, and they they haven't. I think in our favour, I mean, Kieran Trippier's obviously uh, had a great season, but let the left side is our strongest. He obviously obviously plays right back, so... Moreno v Trippier will be a good battle. Yeah, so that that will be interesting. In terms of him going forward, I think, you know, the, the left-hand side, I think, is just our strongest side. 
whatever yeah. the situation. Oh, massively so. Our, our field tilt, if you want to call yeah. it that, is massively <laughs> to the left. So that kind of plays in our favour. But it's, it's weird, uh, Newcastle, because it's when you're picking a threat, it's not as if you can say, well, if we keep player X quiet, we should be all right here. Mm-hmm. They're a team. Yeah, it's just we, we also they, we have to get through that defence. And Pope, who could frustrate us, as Martinez hopefully will them. That's why it's such an intriguing battle. Yeah. It's two teams as opposed to Galacticus's banging yeah. it out. Yeah. I'm willing to say now in the uh, mom's pool panel result that this will not be 4-0 to Newcastle. <laughs> Surely not. That's a good prediction. Uh, what are you going for? Home win, away win, or draw? Or or, or no score draw? I mean, I'm, I'm leaning towards score draw in this one. Yeah, I think no score draw is actually plausible because everybody's expecting it to be a real yeah humdinger. But both teams will be wary of each other, so that that factors in. And you've got two good goalkeepers and two decent defences, so no score draw is and, is and up yeah, there. Two, two pragmatic managers. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to say it. No score draw. Oh no, <laughs> I've convinced myself. Even though Ali Watkins, I think, is in my fantasy team uh, at the moment. Oh, I better get him out quickly. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going for, Mr. Bird? I'm going for a score draw. Ooh. But I I do have a sneaky suspicion we could nick this one. Here he goes. But I'm going to go score draw. I'm going to play it safe this week. Uh, actually, I've just realised that I've I've gone against Villa scoring every game that Emery's been the manager of as well. Well, I'm going to stick with what I said. It's not as if I've got my house riding on it or anything like that. So uh, we're, we're looking for a draws here. I mean, it's not a bad result. In Probably for either team at the moment. But if we want a statement. Huge opportunity. You've got to if win, If we really. want a statement, we need to put these to the sword. And it would be a huge win. Right. Please do follow the show on whatever podcast app you listen to. Also, follow us. I don't know. Follow us on TikTok, at My Old Man Said. Follow us on Twitter, at My Old Man Said. Follow us on Facebook, at My Old Man Said. Follow us on Instagram. That's where the fun is, on the Instagram stories. And mm. my old man said, used Kraftwerk's song uh, on the last uh, thing. Yeah, Trans Europe Express. Express. Yep. Where Villa are heading, hopefully. And also, we're firing up the website properly now. So, more My Old Man Said members does help the work. So, if you want to get access to extra shows, ad free shows, and the keys to the inner sanctum of Match Club, first rule of Match Club, you can't talk about it. Second rule is you can't talk about it. But once you're in, you never want to leave. Right. Until that early kickoff when will it be sub on the time once again? Will Emery have his wings clipped? Will the European charge be derailed? We shall find out. I'm going for sub on the time again. Yep. Hurrah. (laughs) And another chorus of you've seen the villa now fuck off home. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com this podcast is proud to be part of the talk sport fan network talk sport powered by fans